Hey, this is Karina, and this is the Mood Lab Podcast. I'll share with you my personal stories, learnings, and philosophies, as well as those of the people who inspire me. We'll cover topics ranging from self-intimacy, tantra, and emotional embodiment, to nutrition and movement, to business, leading a team, and so, so much more. Expect to be inspired, laugh, and learn. And because this one has to be short and sweet, let's dive right in. Hey you and welcome back to another episode of the Mood Lab. I'm so excited to have you here and I have another wonderful guest with me today. I'm going to talk to Mike Baum and it's a really really beautiful conversation that I'm sharing with you here. So Mike actually is German as well. The interview is still in English so it is for all of you to to listen to and to understand which is really exciting and Mike he, he he has been in the coaching industry for quite a while he has an academy which really provides beautiful coaching in the space of emotion and mimic and that is so incredible he also has founded something called coaching in concert and what he does he basically goes through those phases where he dives into his inner self and from there he creates songs that he shares in this framework of coaching and concert where he has those events where people can attend and it's kind of a mixture of coaching a coaching session and a concert which is just incredible and he'll talk all about that and share with us how this is how the concept is working and and why he came about actually doing this and and combining those inner thought processes and those reflections with music which is just beautiful so i'm really excited to share this with you he also talks a lot about emotions in this episode and gives some really practical tips of well if we're kind of attached to something how we can attach from detach from that actually and yeah so i'm really really excited to share all of this with you i do feel like it is just time for him to introduce himself and yeah so we can dive straight in at the end he also tells you where you can find him so this is just going to be incredible and if you're interested you can look him up and uh, yeah so enjoy i'm really really excited to be joined by you and because i already introduced you that's why i'm kindly asking you to just introduce yourself a little bit and what i always love if someone so if you could just share a little bit of okay who was little mike like who who was that person that human and who are you now like how was that journey and how did that bring you to to be that person that you are today okay um so little mike two years old um had an um received a gift um or or, or um, a present um to christmas um a little a little saxophone um and my uh grandma said uh this 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 little boy is going to be a musician and um yeah 
now I kind of am a musician. I'm not sure if I I, I would call myself so. Um, and I think I, I I I had the pleasure to have a really wonderful um, a really wonderful childhood. Um, I I I I had huge luck with my parents with my family. I um, grew up in a very safe environment, um, in a very lovely family, um, and was a very happy, smiley child. And I guess I still am today. Um, and uh, yeah, um, I, I loved music. I was very happy. I was had a lot of energy and... Um, yeah and now now i think i think some things changed um especially those things about discipline about maybe leadership about um openness um of values and my family is uh, very traditional and that's i'm i'm not that uh, like like i define tra tradition different than my family and mm -hmm. um yeah but a lot of those things um are still the same today and for that i'm extremely grateful because i know out of my experience with um i would say uh uh sensitivity of trauma and how it affects your um your uh adolescence and and your way of maturing through the through through the world in the world is um yeah um, so I'm very grateful for this childhood and yeah, know that it uh, had, had a lot of effect on me. So was there, was there something that, um, that was like kind of really like this moment that kind of stood out where you were thinking, okay, I would want to go into helping others and, and going into this I guess, coaching space that you're in. I mean, yeah, you're incorporating music in that and, and so much more. So was there that moment that, that brought you there? Um, I would say no. There was not this one single moment. Mm, I did an education program when I was 18, um, mm -hmm. which I financed or by myself um so i spent around 2000 euros by myself 1000 euro was a gift for um ending of high school or ending of school um from my parents and i invested that in in a coaching program and that was the start of everything i guess and uh through there the connection um um in in my, my network built uh and i i i met my mentor who I learned a lot from and uh, and there were a lot of small moments um, and but if I if I go really deep I would say that um, one sentence of my father uh, really mm -hmm. had a big impact um, he said like always do something which makes you which makes you fun so so have have fun in your life and follow follow mm -hmm. that and do something mm -hmm. which you will have really joy of and i think this had a big impact for me yeah 
So you are kind of seeking to, to have that feeling and to find that in whatever you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Great. That's, that's amazing. Yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, you probably know that the most cause you're, you're working with emotions, right. As well. So you know that a lot of us had a lot of things to that we brought into this well adulthood yeah. uh that kind of yeah got our emotional state a bit out of uh whack so 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 it's beautiful that you were brought onto this journey from such a lovely place actually and and can actually i guess that probably makes you um put, puts you in a position where you can really work from this like really full heart because you know that it can be good right so that is really beautiful i really love that and i what what i actually kind of want to actually dive in first because i feel like i mean this is how i got to know you i saw you on the stage of the creator festival um, mm -hmm. and i saw you performing your music there mm -hmm. and i was really deeply touched because you were singing about well the Y Cafe, mm -hmm. uh, kind of like, I, I mean, I guess it is probably inspired by the Y Cafe mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. John Strzelecki. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. And obviously what it was put, put into, uh, it was put right before he was uh, speaking uh, on stage as well. And so I really loved that and it touched me so deeply. And then I kind of started getting into your Instagram and saw that you have even more music, which I listened to. And I, I think it's so beautiful because it is so emotional. And what I read on your Instagram is that you were you were already doing music, I think, before that. And mm -hmm. there was this one there there were there were many moments probably where you were thinking people are coming here and they have such a great time and they're feeling so good. And then they go home and this feeling kind of evaporates and it just goes away. And what you said in your story, I think it was, was something you were kind of trying to, okay, what can I do so this, that this feeling persists and that it doesn't go away? So I think this, this is kind of the angle where I just would love for you to talk about. So was that, that the thought that brought you into, okay, I want to I wanna do something with that and, and want to, yeah, just create music that maybe kind of stays? Um. Good question. That's a very good question. Um, so I dived into this whole coaching area through nonverbal communication, yeah. especially through empathy. How can I understand human behavior? This led to the question, how can I change human behavior? How can I help people change? And this led to the idea of, okay, if I um, want to come any further than, um, yeah, um, if, if, I, if I want to develop, I have to start by myself. And that is the way I'm trying to live since, I don't know, nearly 10 years now, that um, I'm trying to let my old self die let my new self grow that um that i that i um develop my my identity that i um solve blockages that i um go that i work with my inner child that i um 
have a deep look into the different states um, um, of my life um, um, and translate that into my music. Um, so every song that I sing, um, I'm focusing that the emotional energy in this song is clean, that it's, um, that it's pure, that it's, uh, that it, that all those stressors in the, inside of that is processed. And that means for me, um, that if I can change it in myself, that I can help people change. And, um, so I educated, I think more than thousand people in coaching and other training programs, um, especially emotional coaching. And I see that change is possible. So um, we have very high successful rates in, in, in our academy. And I see that people come to us and really like, like say something like, you changed my life. Um, you changed the direction of my life. You changed the course of my life. And that's not possible only through music. And the master plan behind that is, okay, do the music. Music has a lot of potential to go viral, to, to reach people in a collective and big way in a, with a big impact and to, to, to put in the work there, to write good songs, to make good music, to, to, to evolve as a musician, as an artist and reach out to a lot of people but then build the bridge to say, okay, now I touched you. Um, I uh, introduced maybe coaching, personal development, maybe bringing you back to your values. And now if you want to change, here's the place where you can change. And it doesn't have to be our academy. It could be any other way um, or any other academy or coach or whatever, but that don't, that people don't just get inspired, but actually, um, develop into another human being because i think that's what our species needs very very urgently if we look at the bigger perspective that we connect people back to their inner nature that they can heal that the collective can heal and the music is the idea to open up the space to inspire and then do the next step through for example coaching um to really change your behavior or your character and um yeah and th that's the plan right now yeah that's a good plan <laughs> <laughs> yes so uh so you would you you would say that basically th the music already i mean I would say that just from listening, it, it contains already some approaches, right? To, okay, have a look at yourself. Uh, maybe you are feeling this as well. And it kind of, it, it's, it's made in a way that you would relate to certain parts. And from there, I guess what you were just saying, there's this opportunity to then work with that yeah. on a deeper level. Would exactly. you describe it that way? So I, I think... I always say my life is coaching, so so it's it's not it's for me a way of living um, to to help myself and um, helping people to help themselves. And um, for example, in the song that you probably listened at the festival, 
Um, there's this work with the inner child, but also also with the future self, and um, how they interact with each other to 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 use your time appropriately, and um, and those are all reflections that I did by myself. For example, the song um, was created through an experience. I mm -hmm. did an um, uh, did, I did a workshop with uh, Wim Hof. I don't know if you know mm -hmm. the the Iceman. Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was I was in the Netherlands and we um, did eye gazing. So mm -hmm. you, you know you you look yourself deeply into to the eyes. I was doing it with a really with an with an older woman, very very beautiful woman, um, like inside out, um, very beautiful, and uh, we were holding hands staring each other um, in the eye and for two to three minutes or four minutes, I don't know. And then we went in a deep um, breathing practice. So, mm -hmm. and in this breathing practice, I saw myself at the deathbed of my older mm -hmm. self. Um, so I was seeing myself as like, like a grandpa um, who was, right now dying um but he looked so blissful he looked so happy and he looked me in the eye and said um i hope you can love yourself as much as i do from my perspective right now mm -hmm. and this experience went this this experience got translated into this story i wrote into the into the song but it was an experience that I had by myself, um, which is then changed a little bit, translated it a little bit, put it so that people can listen to it. And like, and, and I always work together with a songwriter. So we, we, um, we um, cooperate, we, um, he helps me a little bit. So we really try to try to precisely point out the words that the message gets transferred. And, um, that's how those songs evolve, always through looking in the inside, releasing traumas, um, seeing the patterns. Ah, oh, hello, father, or hello, mother, or hello, grandpa. Um, you, you're right now in me. Ah, that's not me. Okay, I get, can get free through that, and then I can find my way of speaking my inner truth, and that gets translated into the music. Yeah, and that's coaching in concert, and because. For real, my I'm not very good at the piano. I'm 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 not the best singer. I can sing, yes, of course. I can I can play the piano. My the words I'm writing they're good, but they're also not like I'm not Shakespeare. Um, but I, but but I think um, the the truth um, the amount of time we we spend to really like really try to be very, very honest and very, very um, real from the heart and really challenge this experience and try to be really where, like, like very clean in the energy. I think this makes the difference in, and in, in, I, I think this makes the difference in, in those um, songs. Yeah, I guess it's uh, what it sounds to me like and, and what I also um, see when, or here rather when I listen um, to the music is 
like there's such a there's such a deep message in there and there's what you what you just said as well there so much already went into that right there was like this whole process or this there's this whole process going on for you which kind of puts you through the whole coaching experience let's say that you're going through and then you're translating that into into what comes out at the other end basically yeah. for others to experience that right so I think that is super powerful. And so basically, I mean, I think you're singing great and, and also you. you're playing uh, you. piano very well. <laughs> I wish I could play that way. Uh, yeah. I, I, I can't, um, but I think so. But I think really the, the most pow powerful part really is that message that, that is translated. And, uh, and that is so beautiful. I would love if you if you would go a bit into like what happens at those events where you're, you're just you already said it coaching and concert I think I didn't use the term before yeah. so basically your songwriting your song creation and and even there I mean there you can find them on Spotify and probably all the other places but you're not only recording them for them to be put out into the online space you're really you have created events where people can come together and I would love if you could touch upon that um, so, uh, I think coaching concert is a hero's journey. Um, it's not just a concert, but it's also not just coaching. It's like, we, we combine those two things and, um, everyone goes through a little personal development journey on such evenings. Um, it's not in, not in, um, very active um i like tony robbins uh, event where you jump and um and uh there are many colors in everywhere but you know it's more it's more introverted it's more reflective um but i think very emotional because um everyone is invited to um go into a deep contact with yourself for example um there's a song about fear and there are 400 people sitting and I invite the room to um, ask the que question, what are you afraid of? And then there's silence for one minute. Everyone goes on the little meditation. Then we, um, we challenge to go into the worst scenario of the sphere. Again, 400 people. And then, for example, um, there was... Uh, a question from from a woman um what if i'm um uh very very ill what if i'm um nearly um uh at the end of my life because i'm um, deadly ill and um i was asking are you deadly ill and she was saying yes and uh and then um we followed up on two further questions asked for okay how much time do you have left? Okay, I have like, I don't know, maybe probably two or three months. Okay, well, how do you want to spend this two to three months? When do you want to be afraid of the death or do you want to use those two to three months in, in joy? And, and uh, then she brought into tears and was smiling and you felt like, I don't know, it was crazy. It, you felt like a whole energy shift in the whole room. Um, yeah. And after such an experience, then comes the song about fear and how to get in contact with fear. And those combinations 
I don't. I, I can fully expl- can't fully explain because it's uh, it's a very um, specific feeling. Um, those combination between coaching exercises and music and also the community. Um, it's it's different. Um, I. It's a very different and it's a very rare feeling um, where you get in contact with yourself, with the people in the room, with the music, with your emotion in a safe space. And you can open up to something which probably you haven't done before. Yeah. Um, not another experience is where we uh, use the metaphor of um, the museum stay, also from John Strzelecki, mm-hmm. um, who says... Um, like he says, um, just imagine at the end of your um, at the end of your life, you go into a museum, and it describes your whole life. So you go into a museum, and there are many rooms, and every day has a room, and you go into this museum, and we do um, a song, Museum's Day, where I sing about this idea, and then we go into a twenty-minute meditation with a fluent um, um, transition. And from that on, we close it also again with the song. And I'm not sure, I I can't fully explain, but after, I don't know, two minutes, like a third of the room is um, crying. They are so deeply touched. Um, It's very hard to explain it on a cognitive level because it's an emotional experience. And, um, but I don't know, it does something because I, I guess because it's, I don't do anything. I just play the music and I invite them to reflect, but they're doing what, it by themselves. Would you say, I'm just, I'm just thinking because for me, music is very emotional. So I do, I do feel like music connects me with my own emotions and, and gets me to places where most things cannot get me to and I'm just thinking probably that it has it not probably I'm sure it has it has the power to like open open you up and so you're more well you're able to receive receive more so you you're kind of already opened up when you're then coming in with this meditation or those questions right and then and then those open you up even more or make you reflect on yourself already. And then you're coming in with more of the music, which then touches upon exactly what you've just been kind of journaling upon or thinking about, right? So that combination just already sounds so powerful. <laughs> um, so coaching concert is um, like created, inspired through the hero's journey. So there's there's a, a soft beginning um we do a meditation then there's a lovely song um then we um do like a a one-on-one coaching session on the stage where we um look at the topic smartphone and um like uh too much smartphone usage uh so we there i i i use an intervention um where Maybe let me let, let me um, start differently. Um, I think how we use social media 
and our smartphone is really, really fucked up. <laughs> so I think it's really not healthy. Mm -hmm. I think it's way too much. I think it um, really destroys our um, our dopamine system. Um, uh, you get played um, from Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and so on. Um, and there's an intervention where you can reduce the the tension um, uh, which is between you and your smartphone. You know this 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 loop when you when your hand just moves or your your thumb just moves through to to an app and you you get lost in it, and it just feels good. And there's there's an intervention which is kind of easy. It's it's not that hard where you can um, reduce this 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 power inside of your emotion inside of your brain which automatically directs you to social media because because when we when we try to stop a behavior for example smoking or something yeah it it will not work that you throw away the cigarette mm -hmm. it, it won't work because your emotional pattern is still connected to to the cigarette or or to the um to the feeling behind the cigarette and um, there are ways to switch the emotional energy, the emotional dynamic in a very fast way um, so that people stop smoking or stop emotional eating or stop using um, Instagram, YouTube, uh, TikTok, whatever, Netflix in, in, a, in an unhealthy way. And um, we demonstrate that with a live session on the stage and after that, again, a song. So, yeah. so it's always the connection between, okay, we do do a session on stage, then a song, then maybe a session with a whole group. Um, for example, another intervention is where they write their self um, a postcard mm -hmm. um, where they commit to something which they want to start with. Um, for example, I start with um, eating healthy, I'm going to sleep at, I don't know, um, 11 um, p.m., or I, I start with um, appreciating the strength of my partner. And um, one month later, we send them this postcard after the event. And they get this postcard and they will see, okay, did I, did I start with it or didn't I um, start with it? And then there's a pause for 20 minutes. And then it gets serious. So the first part is is like okay, we 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 start easy. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people are oh, okay, that's good. And I'm feeling I'm I'm feeling secure, and um, and then we get deeper. We get into deeper topics too. So we talk about fear. We talk about um, the relationships, um, your patterns there. Um, we do um, an exercise um, about uh, your work and stress, and. Just at the beginning, I um, help people to come out of the deepest hell, how we call it. Mm -hmm. um, like um, there's in, in the hero's journey, there's always a part where your old self dies. So you know, your old self is dying, a new self can, um, can evolve. And um, just at the end, everyone comes together and visualizes something. Like what is your future, how you want to look like. 
um, how you want to have the, the 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 society to look like, and then everyone creates an, a picture of the future, and then there's a song exactly about that, and everybody sings this ref, uh, this this chorus at the end, and we yeah. Um, we we send it into the universe, however yeah. you want to call it, yeah. um, and and that's uh, that's 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 the journey. After, and then they 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 leave the theater, and at the end they get like a little package where um, where there's a reminder, and everyone gets a plant um, mm -hmm. for for home, and um, they're invited to um, seed um, or to to let the, this little plant grow, mm -hmm. and this will remind on their personal growth um, and will always be a reflection of, ah, okay, will I continue with what I committed on um, uh, so, uh, on, 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 on coaching concert? And um, yeah, like, like this is a little bit of the picture. Yeah. And I, I think it's an experience you have to live through to really understand it. Yeah. Uh, I, but but um, maybe you have little idea about that now. Yeah. Yeah, no, it sounds it sounds incredible. So I hope that I'll experience it one day. And uh, I, I, I wish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And what I what I really think is it's so powerful what you what you were saying at the end when you're when you're not even just putting like writing down. Okay, this is what I want my story to look like, but this is also what I want like the bigger picture, the society or the world to look like. And then doing this collectively, right? Because that gives you so much more power. And then leaving with this plant, which kind of also just shows you, okay, there's nurturing to do, right? I have to put something in yeah. and, and, and keep on growing, growing this, growing whatever it is. And I think yeah. that is just really beautiful. You, you said something that you were, that you're doing in this like first part and it's kind of with like all things are kind of addictive. So be it emotional eating or yeah. uh, having mm -hmm. our smartphones, being addicted to our smartphones and, and those algorithms there which are really not serving us because they know exactly how they can get us and how they can get our different emotional states. And mm -hmm. I would be interested, I don't know if you, if you have something that you can kind of share on here, like what are some steps that we can take to, yeah, to maybe like a little, I don't know, exercise or something that you can yeah. share that we can do so that we, first of all, well, become aware of it. We kind of need to do that probably first. But what can we do to like let go of that attachment a bit and to be able to focus more on ourselves? Yeah. Um, so what do you do? First of all, you have to select a focus. So what do you want to focus on? What's your biggest trigger? Where's your um, where do you, where's your deepest attachment? Is it Instagram? Is it WhatsApp? WhatsApp? Is it uh, TikTok? Is it Netflix? Um, so this this is the first thing you do. So, for example, we take Instagram. Yeah. yeah? Um, then now com comes, yeah. Okay. Then second question is, um, so we choose Instagram. Second question is, on a scale from zero attachment, so th there's there's no attachment. You're you're easy. There's no desire. There's no need to go. And to ten, you feel like okay, I have to check it. I don't know, every minute or every 10 minutes. And I, I, I have to check it before I go to sleep. I have to check it when I wake up. Uh, so there's like a 10. 
where's your attachment right now to have like um, a measurable element? Mm -hmm. This is the second question. Third question is, which desire gets fulfilled when you use this app? So do you feel mm, happiness? Do you feel fun? Do you feel joy? Do you feel safety? Do you feel seen? Maybe, I don't know. Um, for example, we, of course, for our brain, it is like a, a connection because we see faces uh, which probably smile to us or we see beautiful bodies or something. And, and the question is, which desire and which positive desire gets fulfilled when you use it? Because you have always um, like a need which gets fulfilled for a short term, mm. but only for a short term. And yeah. after that, you want to have it again. Yeah. And you do that 10 times, 100 times, I don't know. And then there's a loop inside of your brain and the emotional street is going deeper and deeper into the connection to the app. And I think the hard part is not to look at what you don't like. So the comparison to, I don't know, oh, this is a beautiful body and this is not my body or, oh, he's successful, I'm not successful. Um, I don't know. Not to have the focus on that, but to have the focus on what gives me a good feeling because this is why you come back. Yeah. This is, sure. this is the, why, why, why should we go back if we don't have a good feeling, but we have like this dopamine trigger. Yeah. And... And the, the, the focus is often on, ah, it's not good for me, but this is not how we change it. We have to, we have to find the point which, which holds us into the app. And often it's something like, I don't know, um, I feel, what, 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 is your, what is your trigger? Do the, you have an idea? The first thing that came up for me while you were talking is connection. So connection. Yeah. yeah. So if, if I feel alone or, well, like in a sense of like, I'm on my own. Yeah. So yeah. it feels like this way, this is like the way to, to the outer world to, to be able yeah. to get in touch and, yes. and to connect with actually a lot of people that I truly love, like yeah. even, even in, in yeah. when I'm actually close to them, not only through the yeah. app. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. And now because this is a blind spot in 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 a lot of um, the coaching scene. Every um, pleasant feeling has a dark side. Mm -hmm. So um, connection is beautiful. Connection is one of the most important things in the world. But also connection can has a dark side and can be too much. Can be um, can be not um, functional. So. When you, when, you, when you feel, okay, I feel connection while I'm on Instagram, um, then you feel, where do you feel the connection? For example, I don't know, in, in the heart, in, mm. the, in, the, in the maybe whatever. You feel in the, into, into, this, um, in, into this feeling, for example, of connection. And then you just meditate on that. And you perceive which thoughts or feelings or inner pictures come up while you're meditating on connection um uh in connection with 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 your phone with your instagram and then you um observe your your thoughts 
And most of the time, thoughts come up like, okay, connection is good. I check my phone, I see the connection, but after that, I probably are going to do something which gives me like 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 a long-term connection. Maybe I I, I go out and um, find someone or or um, meet with someone and uh, and need some more friendship right now. Or uh, maybe I I do FaceTime, um, which is also digital, but but there's more connection than through Instagram. Um, and you do that with every desire, with every need you have connected to the app, then you rescale from the one to 10 or zero to 10. And you do that, I don't know, three, four times. And through that process, you, 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 you change your connection to the app on an emotional level, and this will affect your behavior. So basically, when, when there's something that, okay, so there's this feeling for me, it's a connection, someone else maybe has some other feeling that is connected to that or, yeah. or some other purpose on why they're going there. And, and yeah. then you say, okay, find something out of that social media realm, which fulfills exactly that as well. It probably will um, if you if you get if you go into the connection mm -hmm. and you go into the body feeling, yeah, and then you focus on the body feeling and observe that part, mm -hmm. meditate on that or or what? Uh, yeah, let's say meditate on that. Mm -hmm. Your brain will tell that most of the times by yourself, mm -hmm. um, um, because like every good feeling also has like the dark side mm -hmm. and um and you just it, it just through this through this um observing your brain will send you what's good for you and if it's good for you to stay on instagram it won't change okay but if not it will maybe give you some other ideas how you could use your time okay and um, be because i don't i don't want to say it's wrong to be on instagram as much as, for example, I don't know, someone is. But if you define the desire, if you go in contact with this pleasant feeling, for example, of connection, and then you observe it, and you realize your connection changes, mm -hmm. and it doesn't get that much attachment anymore, mm -hmm then you probably will use it more wisely. You will probably, I don't know, use it half of the time. Mm -hmm. And the other half of the time, you maybe find something else than Instagram where you will get a more long-term connection. To fulfill this desire, yeah. Yes, exactly, yeah. that's it. What What would be, like, just just for, for everyone listening, what would be something that would be considered the dark side of, for example, connection? Or anything. Um, okay, uh, uh, this is something I love to talk about. <laughs> um, uh, let's say, um, let's say love. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I, I don't mean the spiritual love. Everything is love. Everything is energy. But just the plain emotional psychology love. Yeah. Um, and if you go, if you don't have balance in your love. Mm -hmm. you will have um you you will give yourself up i would some um sentences like 
I will do anything for you. Mm. This is the dark side of love. Yeah. Because this can really easily end up in I lose myself because I do anything for you. Um, let's say um, the dark side of happiness is euphoria. A lot of people who start being self-employed, who do a startup or something, they're so inspired and they have so much happiness and they're so euphoric, but maybe forget that there's also the materialistic world um, and that like the, 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 the happiness, the, the, the joy of the idea, the euphoria, euphoria has to be translated into the world. Mm -hmm. And if you're stuck in some pleasant feelings and don't balance it out, you will much likely see the shadow side of it really, really far, um, fast. For example, um, big speaking events, they shoot you in euphoria, in, in, in this feeling, in this huge feeling of, um, what, a, what a horrible word, uh, euphoria. So, <laughs> and, um, and um, but, but after this, this huge dopamine rush is, 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 is gone, mm -hmm life comes in the way yeah. and shows you signs and hey did you look at that and maybe you crash and this could also be so with love or with um with joy maybe with um the shadow side of um of pride mm -hmm. is um when you say something like um i'm really great i'm such a great guy or i'm i'm um i'm uh such a, a strong woman or whatever but you don't follow up with your actions. Yeah. So you only focus on your identity without going the way, without following the process, without doing the stuff that actually will lead to it. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's more like from, I think we all know the, the, the phrase, um, fake it till you make it. Yeah. Um, which, I think it's not helpful. It should be something more like um, believe it till you achieve it. Yeah, um, I love that. And, 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 <laughs> That's cool. And hope, believe, and, and believe to it, but mm -hmm. but go the way, um, follow follow the process, and do the 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 things which are probably not so um, easy to do, to to really install the belief in your system. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I really love that because it basically. When, when I put this just, just in my own words, it's like you you basically have this huge dismatch between the way that you're actually living or acting and, and the current life situation that you're in. It could also be like not even yourself, but the outer circumstances, right? And then you have this this dismatch to, to what you're actually feeling or trying to make yourself feel and and the way that you're thinking about yourself or even I mean rather probably trying to think about yourself in that way because probably at some some level you're you'll be maybe aware of the fact that it's not exactly like it is and yeah. and that is and that is when probably you won't feel good for long because you feel like okay this this could crumble at any moment and someone could discover that you're just lying or that you're just 
uh, yeah, that you're just fake and not really because someone else would judge it, but because you get that anxiety of, okay, what if I'm discovered? And that's like a deep fear. I think a lot of us have as well. So this imposter syndrome, I guess, not being good enough, uh, lying at the root of most things that we probably experience. So I think that's so interesting. Yeah. One, one further, um, thought about this. Yeah. Um, for example, if you, another example, if you push yourself too much in spirituality, yeah. Um, Kundalini, Kundalini, and everything is, um, and everything is, everything is, um, uh, spiritual, and you're, you're, you're one, I don't know, version in this universe, and whatever. Um, and I love spirituality, but um, if you forget that you're a human being, and that spirituality, for example, is the way to translate. Um, universal thoughts or energy into yourself and you, you're stuck in this good vibe feeling yeah at one point life will come along the way and show you a huge mirror and most of the time people are surprised by that they don't expect that and surprise is an emotion where every follow-up emotion will be three to five times more intense. Mm. So, for example, you're, 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 you're only in the good vibe. Uh, everything is spiritual. I'm, um, I'm completely connected to the universe. And then, I don't know, financial institute says, okay, you have to pay tax. Yeah. Um, you don't expect that. And now is the tricky thing. The fear which will follow after the surprise of that moment will be three to five times more intense oh, wow. mm -hmm. than it would be without the surprise. So everything which comes after surprise is three to five times more intense. So it's, that's why balance is such important. Because if you don't have, have the balance between, I don't know, spirituality and earth, um, or, or let's say um, materialistic view, or between... Um, being self-confident and also having um, empathy between um, um, all those polarities, yeah. like you, um, like like you said in the beginning, um, um, then you get surprised, you get disorientated, and the emotions which follow up on surprise are much more intense. And if those emotions are connected to fear. It won't be a normal fear. It won't be a very terrific and very unpleasant fear. So surprise is almost like being shocked by that situation because you were so much out there that you didn't expect that coming, right? And and that makes it even harder than to deal with it because you have been out of touch with that space yeah. for so long. Yes. Yeah. That's why, for example, um, like the um, corona um, yeah. was... Nobody expected that. Mm. People were shocked. But so the, 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 the fear which got into the system was not a normal fear, but it was a, okay, there's a shock, there's a surprise. So there is a three to five times um, intense, like more intense. The, the fear is three to five times more intense. Yeah. And that's why it destabilized the system in such an um, intense way. Yeah, and this you can this this you can see when people 
are diving deep into um, good feeling, which is beautiful. I, I love that people have good feelings. <laughs> yeah. But, but the, the problem is when they forget the polarity yeah. through that. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that there is like, that there needs to be a flow of things and that you still need to be and in a balance. Touch. Yeah. Balance. Balance. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's technology is great, but we're living on earth. Yeah. Like, like we, 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 we're nature. Uh, we're not te technology. Um, um, there's, it's great to, um, to, to, to have love and, but anger is important. Yeah. Um, Anger, anger brings you into your, into your, um, into your power. It's great to have um, joy, but it's also good to have fear. Yeah. Fear is important for you. You have to. You you're aware of your risks. You're aware of danger. It's great to have fear. Um, uh, um, I could go on and on with those examples. Um, there's um, um, openness is great, but tradition is also a part. Yeah. Uh, for example, the. The um, diversity um, uh, uh, discussion all around is the polarity between tradition and openness. Yeah, but um, but I guess we also with yeah. that we need to find some sort of middle ground because yes. none of those both ways are are like the perfect situation, yeah. right? So. Exactly, and that's I, I think that's the joy of of life, and that's the joy of being human. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of, of finding of finding the middle way and 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 respecting the other opinion, the other value, um, and saying like, okay, I can see your perspective. I have my perspective. Let's let's find a connection between those. Yeah. yeah, I often find, and I've talked about this in my podcast quite a lot in the in the past months, is that I love the gray. I like the mm -hmm. in between because yeah. I feel like. I hope, I, I guess it's probably my hope, but I, I, I hope that we can find ourselves in that space at some at some point. Yeah. And we, we have to, I guess. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, it will be. It's gonna be a bit tough. Be no anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, that's that's the thing. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I think I mean for me, yeah, I, I do believe that is in like so many areas, probably in like all areas where where that applies and. And, and I often see how we are, probably that's also a very natural phenomena, but we are often like swinging way too far in one direction before we kind of have to swing back. And, and I think just right now, it feels like we have swung like so much in like one direction with like so many things. And yeah. uh, this like whole probably like woke culture, all of that stuff yeah. going on there. And um yeah, I'm really hoping that we can find that balance or I always, I mean, also like the word harmony. I, I know it's like been over, also almost overused by now. And uh, I think it's a big term on, on some platforms, but it is really just like finding that, like putting those things together and uh, yeah. being in touch with, with what actually, I guess in the end, what feels true and good for us, like on a very deep level without all of that noise. Yeah. And and that's how we could figure out what is yeah what is the right thing for ourselves and uh, yeah, so in terms of just to to touch upon this as like a last thing you you're also I'm probably opening now like a whole new thing but trying to like be concise and you you're also working a lot with emotions you already touched upon that 
for a bit and would you just touch upon for it uh, on it for for a moment to just like how important are our emotions and like because you already said like anger for example we need to live that mm -hmm. would you want to talk about this for a moment um so i really i'm trying to get people back into empathy mm -hmm. like S stephen hawking said um i don't i think like five years before he died um there's two things which are extremely important for the survival of the human species and it's one the exploration of the universe this is what elon musk does and <laughs> two um empathy yeah and that's i think what we all have to do um to get in contact with ourselves to allow ourselves to um feel our pleasant feelings our good feelings but also to feel uh, traumatized to feel um maybe even epigenetically traumatized from from the war for example in german there are so many people who who are not even aware of that their neck pain is not there there that is not just physical neck pain yeah it's an emotional trauma which is still there in, in in your body and um i had so many sessions with people who who released a lot of stress through feeling of specific emotions and to understand what does this emotion want to tell me okay what what is the message behind it how can i integrate that and um I think I see so many good move, movements, um, like like meditation, um, like the uh, the tantra practice, um, or yoga, um, the revolution of psychedelics, which will be, I think, one of the main parts to um, to 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 heal um, the the human spirit. Um, and I my 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 biggest hope is that there will be shift that um through those ecstatic forms of i don't know holotropic breathing um uh i don't know ecstatic dance um psychedelics whatever um that there will be a reconnection through to 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 the spirit to mother earth to whatever you want to call it god um and to this connection that we can translate this bigger connection into our human self. Mm -hmm. And this connection is made by emotions. Because, of course, everything is energy. But energy is a word which a normal human being cannot understand or they cannot grab it. Yeah. But an yeah. emotion, you can see it in the face. You know, emotions are universal. Um, you can measure it, you can feel it, and you can even translate it cognitively. And I think that this is for me, or, or not, not just for me, but this will be one of those key solutions for a collective healing in the next 10, 20, 30, 50, 100 years. Um, 
and I'm ha- I'm looking forward to be a little little have a little <laughs> part of that. Yeah, like um, that that is my 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 mission. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I feel like me too, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We will, we will need a lot of people. A yeah, lot of people. Lot of, we all need yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's beautiful. I like that. That's a, a, a nice little dive in, into that area. I have one last question that I ask everyone, which is just, um, yeah, I, I just want you to share one thing that you wish more humans would know about and something that touches you deeply. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the last question, basically. Um, <laughs> I think um, the safe and ethical usage of psychedelics. I think if uh, this would be um, specifically the, the shroom, psilocybin, mm-hmm. um, you have so much studies already done that, for example, in one study, which is that we, there has to be much further studies, which is not like uh, the, 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 this study, for example, has not the biggest quality, but doesn't matter even the direction of that. For example, eight out of ten people stop smoking. Mm-hmm. You have to imagine eight out of ten people stop smoking for six months after I think one or two sessions. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Um, uh, people are um, having a significant bigger openness to experience. Um, uh, depression, which is like the highest cost for the whole business world, um, yeah. because people really have a lot of days off of work and they have the best results ever in healing depression, also only after one or two um, sessions like um, one study I think has a success um, rate of 67% or something wow. and not with like I don't know 10 sessions but with one or two sessions and um, even that translated into the coaching world where um, where like like there's this phrase um, like the, the shroom is um and now you have to help me. I don't really don't know the, the English word. Um, <laughs> you can say it. In, uh, the the uh, ambiguous cord or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So so yeah. Like 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 the 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 psychedelic shroom is like the the connection. Um, I I think between two mother earths. Let's say it like yeah. that. Um, yeah. And um. And. For me, it's 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 able to to be scaled, mm-hmm. so a lot of people could do it, but it's illegal right now. So of course you you're getting in danger. <laughs> yeah, you have to you have to and in 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 a lot of countries there are countries like Netherlands, uh, Jamaica, uh, um, yeah, there are states in the U.S. which are now legalized. Um, um, so there there are retreats and. It's breakthrough therapy status in in America and will come. It will. Yeah. I, I I bet on it. It will come in the next five to ten years. That it will, um, re, uh, like like there will be a revolution in therapy and hopefully after that also in the coaching area, um, and this connected for example with emotional coaching to to 
translate this oh we are all energy into the human body into the human self into the eye um this is something i really 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 hope for yeah i um because i think it's uh one of the most effective ways to um heal people um trigger creativity the love of learning productivity and also the human connection and also the connection to um mother earth to pachamama and yeah yeah so uh that's beautiful let's that that's that's something which deeply touches me yeah, yeah. i i think i mean there were so many things now that that i i would absolutely talk about but <laughs> but yeah <laughs> it's it's actually it's so uh just one thing that just all stood out to me is the fact that I am seeing that in the work environment a lot that people are actually not showing up at work because of emotional problems yeah. and um, yeah. because they're held back from being able to to go to work not on a physical yeah. level really but obviously yeah because it the emotional is translated into the physical so I think that is yeah. like definitely a huge thing and and just in general the way that we are able to show up I guess in life that that is something. Yeah. And uh, it's it's so interesting that you you just touched upon that today because I mean we haven't talked about this before so <laughs> so I didn't yeah. know that that you are looking into that or are interested in that subject and um, I just listened to a podcast episode I don't know if you know him it's, he's called Ronan Levi and mm -hmm. I've listened to a couple of episodes of his like I'm following these like American LA people yeah. who are uh, just talking to very interesting other people and this is how I stumbled yeah. across him and he actually has a center where they do things like ketamine the therapy yeah. Uh, yeah. and I mean myself like I've never experienced um, something in that direction but mm -hmm. I do think the way that he describes it and the way that he um, talks about stories and and things that they have achieved or how it's used in in the medical field um, and in the field of emotions, it, it sounds very powerful. So I'm excited to see where this is actually going to um, lead us in, in this world. And uh, yes, Me too. so thank you for sharing that. And there's one very, very last question. So you can yeah. basically just tell everyone where they can find you. You can also say if you're offering something that you would want to share, you can, you can share this now. <laughs> So I, 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 uh, we, we only work in German language. Of course, I yeah. do one-on-one -on -one coachings in, in, in English. I have um, studied in England um, for a while. We have a lot of but, German listeners, um, so that's, that's okay. Okay, that's <laughs> great. That's great. So, so we, we have, of course, you can just Google Mike Baum. Mm -hmm. um, it's M-A-I-K. It's not the American um, Mike. It's the German version. Yeah. And... Um, and Baum is B-A-U-M. Yeah. And um, there you can find the Academy. This is where we give our workshops. Um, you can enter Spotify where we have uh, songs. You can find a podcast. Um, it's uh, Die Kunst des Coachings. It's The Art of Coaching, yeah. um, which we just released last week. And um, yeah. Amazing. Um, <laughs> Send a message. I'm 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 happy to uh, to to read from people. And yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Also, Thank you me, no. congrats to the podcast release. Then. <laughs> Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for talking to me and uh, having this conversation with me. And uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.